You are tuned in to The Tea Side, a podcast where we talk total health, life lessons, and music. I'm your host, licensed therapist, doula, and music enthusiast, Tanya D. Now let's get into it. Welcome to The Tea Side Podcast. If this is your first time listening, thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy it. Be sure to check out some of the other episodes and follow me on social media so you can keep up with all the goings-ons with the show. As you may or may not know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I was going to talk about mental health in the music industry, but I didn't get a chance to do all of the research that I wanted to, so I changed it up. I'll definitely be continuing my research and doing it in a future episode. Now, I'll get to today's topic in a bit, but first, I want to catch you up with what I've been doing and present you with another Does That Make Me Old? segment. Seems like forever since I've done a solo episode, so I haven't been able to talk to you. This episode was supposed to come out last week, but due to a change in my work duties and schedule, my podcast has been delayed quite a bit and probably will be for the foreseeable future, unfortunately. But first up is COVID news. I am fully vaccinated. Woohoo! I was and honestly still am skeptical about the whole vaccine because I really don't even get the flu shot, but I did research. I checked in with other people who got it. I took copious notes. I mean, I made note of their side effects, how long they had them. And unfortunately, there just isn't a lot of information about the implications of the vaccine on people with rheumatoid arthritis yet. And the bottom line is that the effectiveness rate of those with immunocompromised systems would be less than someone who doesn't have one. Basically, it was just recommended that I should go ahead and get the shot. It's better to get the shot to help lessen the effects if I do get COVID. And I got the Pfizer vaccine. I believe the effectiveness rate is 95%. So basically for somebody like me, it would be in the 80s. So it's still helpful, just not as helpful as it would be for somebody who doesn't have any health issues. I was told to drink plenty of water before I got the shot because it helps. Except nobody could tell me exactly how it helped. I guess it just moves the vaccine through the body. I don't know. But I made sure I drank plenty of it before I got it and afterwards. I hate water. So, you know, I'm not playing with Rona. I just prayed about it and signed up. Now, I did prep like I was going in for major surgery, though. I made sure my house was clean. I had food to eat so I wouldn't have to cook in case I didn't feel good. When I tell you the Lord knew I was nervous because the nurse that administered my shot, she actually could tell I was nervous. She was like, just relax. I was like, no, uh, uh-uh. I'm not. I'm not really happy about it. Turns out she has rheumatoid arthritis, so she was able to empathize with how I was feeling and my apprehensiveness to get the shot. And she was able to tell me exactly what to expect. And at that point, I felt like, okay, God's got me. I'll be fine. I was still nervous, but I was much more at ease after I talked with her. But I will say, I'm just glad that I did prep before going in. Because I will say in about an hour, I started to feel weird. Correction, I take that back. 
as soon as I got the shot, my whole arm and hand started to feel weird. I get like I could feel the vaccine going through my arm. I don't know. It just felt weird. But I got home and within an hour of getting there, I started to feel nauseous. I thought it was just me being paranoid. Or maybe it was from all that water I drank. I don't know. But side note, drinking too much water makes me feel nauseous. People think I'm making it up because I don't like water, but it actually does. Anyway, then my head started to hurt. And I was like, okay, no, it's not me. I just don't feel right. And I couldn't do anything but lay down. I did take an Advil Tylenol combo pill that I have, but I had some stuff to post for the podcast. So I just laid across the bed and did that and went to sleep. I woke up five hours later, still laid across my bed with the laptop open. I literally crashed. I couldn't do anything. When I woke up, my nausea and headache were gone, but my arm started to feel sore, which actually got much worse on Sunday. I got the shot on a Saturday. So by Sunday, I couldn't even, I could barely lift my arm. It hurt so bad. I had some slight chills and body aches, but I stayed up for a few hours. I ate something, took some more meds, and went back to sleep. And like I said, I went on a Saturday, and I was tired until the following Tuesday or Wednesday, along with that sore arm. It was terrible. I did love the much-needed sleep, though, since I don't sleep well. And when I went for the second shot, the nurse asked me how the first one went. I told her that it wasn't fun, but nothing life-threatening, right? And then she asked me if I'd had COVID because the symptoms that I had after getting the shot sounded like people who've had COVID. Now, why'd she go and say that? That just sent my nerves back through the roof. It didn't help that then she told me that some rheumatologists recommend people waiting and spreading the shot out four to six weeks instead of three, I guess, to lessen the effects of the second dose. I promise you, I started to walk out and reschedule, but I didn't. However, as expected, the second one gave me the exact same dang symptoms, which is why I don't like taking meds in the first place. I always seem to fall into that one to three percent of people who have the rare or severe reactions to medications. And the tiredness and headache lasted a little bit longer. The second shot, though. I'm fine now, just dealing with some allergies. But is it, now, is it just me? Or does everyone seem to want to wear masks now that they've announced that we don't have to wear them anymore? I've heard so many people say that they don't trust the CDC and it's too soon. So they just going to go ahead and keep wearing their mask. The thing is, they sound like fools because they were the main ones saying that they didn't trust the government and the CDC in the first place. And they didn't think that it was that serious that we needed to even wear masks. I swear, I can't stand people sometimes. They're just stupid. But whatever. As for me, I'm not messing around in these covid streets, so I'll just keep wearing my mask. Thank you very much. Because like I've said before, people are just nasty. Mm-mm. Ooh, this is random. But I finally got a treadmill. I'm so excited. I've been wanting a treadmill for years, like probably close to 20. 
but I couldn't afford a good one on my social work salary. So I just never got one. But since I got it, I got it put together and I get up and walk every morning before work. I do 30 minutes. Sometimes I'll get on and walk a little after work as well. I will say I definitely have to build my way back up to the quick two miles that I used to do every day. Now for some updates related to the podcast. Although I haven't been on my own show, I have been doing a lot of guest spots on other podcasts, which has been a lot of fun. In April, I was on Papa Jeff's America and I was very nervous about going on his show because I had no idea what he was going to ask me. But he was actually very nice. He told me that he followed me on Instagram and he liked that I always posted positive messages every week. He's an older white gentleman who's a retired paramedic in Houston. He told me he has a face made for radio. (laughs) I don't know about all that, but he definitely has a voice made for radio. He sounds like he should be a radio DJ or something. So shout out to Papa Jeff. And I was also on the Hood Talks podcast, which was on Facebook Live, where I sat in as the therapist and talked about being a survivor of sexual abuse. And lastly, a couple of weeks ago, I was on the Scenario radio show discussing the 30-year anniversary of the film Boys in the Hood and New Jack City, which was interesting because I was the only female on the panel and the only one who most closely identified with what happened to the characters in the movies. I got a couple of raised eyebrows at a couple of the comments that I made, but I grew up around drugs. So, you know, what can I say? So much for the stereotype that all black men are thugs and drug dealers, huh? I always say you should never judge a book by its cover. I'll have to post links to those podcasts so you can check me out on those episodes if you haven't already. Like I said, I had so much fun. I have realized that I definitely prefer doing episodes with other people instead of solo. I just think my fun personality shines more when I interact with others because laughing at myself, it it just feels weird talking to myself. Although you're listening, I'm sitting in a room by myself right now and it feels very strange. Anywho, as for this show, I am receiving some great feedback from you guys, so keep it coming. I am getting better with utilizing social media. I'm still not going live or doing videos just yet, but I have been more consistent with posting content except for this past week. I even recently added a Twitter account, so if Twitter is your thing, you can follow me over there at T underscore side podcast, which is the same as the handle for my Instagram. And speaking of Instagram, I recently crossed 1,000 followers over there. Now, if only half the people following me would listen to the show, like, comments, or share my posts, I'd be batting 1,000. No pun intended. I can just about count on one hand. Mm, Why the Sesame Street number song just pop into my head? You know, the one... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, I see the whole pinball game going in my head. Anyway, as I was saying, 
I can just about count on one hand the number of people who like every post or share content or leave a comment on something that I post. Either way, I appreciate the little things in life. So thanks for that. I just consider it a challenge to post better content. So you all will want to like and share and tell people about the show. Also, I need to be more consistent. I'm working on it. I have recorded some episodes that I just need to edit to get out. So whenever I get around to editing, I'll get those posted. Because honestly, that's the part that takes up the most time is editing and creating promos for each episode. But now for some exciting news. Well, it is to me anyway. The T-Side now has a web page. It'll streamline everything and make it much easier for you and me. You know, we're the less tech-savvy crew. To find the episodes, leave comments, and find my other social media platforms all from one page. And my favorite part is that you can leave comments about the episodes Send me emails or even voicemails directly on the site. So not only do you all get to hear my side, the T side, but you can leave a message and I can hear your side as well. So if you just go over to podpage.com slash T side, and that's P-O-D-P-A-G-E dot com slash T side from your phone or your computer, you'll see my most recent episode that you can play immediately. It pops up first. And you'll also see pages for each episode along with links to all of my other social media platforms. So I'm still in the process of updating everything, but it's fully active. So go ahead over there and leave a message so I know that you stopped by. Again, it's podpage.com slash side. I am back for another segment of Does That Make Me Old? Recently, the group Run DMC posted that they were celebrating their 35th anniversary of their groundbreaking album, Raising Hell. Now, the album was released May 27, 1986. It went platinum July 15 of 86. And on April 24th of 87, it was the first hip hop album to go triple platinum. Now, for those that don't know, this was their third album, but it was the one that collaborated with Aerosmith for Walk This Way, the song that officially crossed hip-hop over into mainstream. Now, what got me was when they said that it was 35 years because 35 years sounds like a long time ago. I mean, I clearly remember when the album came out. In fact, I still have the album. They asked people to tell what their favorite song was and I couldn't really decide because I would literally listen to the whole thing. But I literally had to get out the calculator to figure out how old I was when it actually came out and realized that it came out in 1986, which would have made me 12 years old. That's crazy because I feel like I should only be about 35. Good Lord, where did the time go? So I guess I answered my own question this time. I guess the answer to the question, does that make me old, is, yeah, I guess it kind of does. At least I don't look it, though. And that's all that matters, right? 
I think so. I want to take a minute to talk about a company that I've partnered with. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. As a therapist myself, you know I am a huge advocate for therapy. We are living in challenging times, and even the strongest of us need a little help sometimes. Going to therapy doesn't make you crazy. I've even gone to therapy before, and it helped me deal with my anger and anxiety. Whether you are dealing with grief, depression, having issues in your relationship, dealing with past trauma, or just work stress, talking to a therapist can be helpful. It's cool to talk to your friends, but they will always have some type of bias because they know you. You want someone who can be objective. BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours so you don't have to wait weeks to get in to see someone. It's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online and there's a broad range of expertise in the counselor network that may not be available locally in many areas. They have therapists available for clients starting at 13 years old and are available worldwide. So for my international listeners, you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. And you get timely, thoughtful responses from them. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions with them so you can avoid the uncomfortable waiting rooms. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So if you aren't feeling the provider you're seeing, it's free to change to a new one, someone who you are more comfortable with. It can be more affordable than traditional counseling, and the best part is that financial aid is available. Don't take my word for it, though. Visit their website and read some of the reviews for yourself. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Teesside. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Teesside, and join nearly one million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Now, you know I love a good discount, so I have a special offer for Teesside listeners. You get 10% off of your first month. BetterHelp wants you to start living a better life today, and so do I. I will leave a link in the description of this episode for more information. Now, as I mentioned earlier, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and as a therapist, I should have a lot of great information about mental health and all that, but for me, every day is awareness surrounding mental health. So forgive me for not having a lot of enlightening info for you today. I'm just not feeling it this week. Between work stress, allergies, family issues, and me trying to organize my life, the podcast has become secondary at this point, and I've got a lot going on. So the best way I can talk about mental health awareness today is to be an example of how to manage your stress. And one of my biggest issues as I mentioned earlier, is not being able to sleep. So I'm trying to get more sleep and make sure I get 30 minutes of workout time in every day. So I'm not just on here telling you what to do. I'm just giving you the information and you can choose what you want to do with it. But I'll never tell you anything that I wouldn't do myself. So quickly, I'm going to tell you some of the ways to recognize that you are stressed and a few things that you can do to manage it. It's not an all-inclusive list by any means, but hopefully they will spark something to help you think of more. Now, as adults, especially women with small children, we tend to rush around and constantly on the go dealing with family and work while ignoring the small signs and symptoms of stress until it's too late. 
The problem with that is you're engaging in more negative and unhealthy behaviors like eating unhealthy, drinking, not exercising, etc. It could simply be that you're short-tempered and getting real snippy with people or people get on your nerves for no reason. I know it's not just me. You find it hard to focus and comprehend things. How many times have you tried to read something and found yourself reading the same thing three times and still don't know what it said? That's a sign that you should step away and come back to it later. Truth be told, your body will tell you about 95% of the time when you're stressed or something is not quite right. Let me go ahead and give my disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I recommend you consult with a medical professional if you feel that any of these things are an issue for you. Now, some of the obvious ones are tension in your neck or your back. It could be from sitting too long at a desk or any uncomfortable position for too long. It could be from other ongoing stress. We tend to carry stress in our neck and shoulders and middle back. The next time you're upset or stressed, stop and pay attention to how close your shoulders are to your ear. If they're close, you can take some slow, deep breaths in and out about three times. And I promise you, they will go down and you will feel more relaxed. More than likely, you will yawn afterwards. And if you do, that's great. That's a sign that it's working. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and do that right now. Just stop what you're doing, unless you're driving. This is something you can actually do in the car while you're driving. But if you're not driving, just sit or even stand somewhere. Close your eyes. Take a slow, deep breath in through your nose and slowly exhale through your mouth. And do that about three times and watch your shoulders go down. And then check again to see where your ears and shoulders are. You will probably even notice them relax as you exhale. And that's something you can do anywhere, anytime before you go and talk to your boss, or you call that person that you really don't feel like being bothered with, or after you finish talking to that person, you really didn't want to be bothered with. Another thing is you might notice you have headaches. That's usually when you see people rubbing the temples of their forehead. That's how you know it's a tension headache versus a sinus headache. Have you ever had your eyes start twitching? That could be a sign of stress as well. That could be a sign of stress or fatigue. It could just be from staring at the computer screen for too long. It could mean you've had too much caffeine. Either way, all that caffeine is addictive, so it's not good for you either. But one of the most common symptoms of stress is when you have stomach issues. Now, this one shows up in all kinds of ways. It could be constipation or diarrhea. There's the term IBS or irritable bowel syndrome. When you get all stressed out and anxious and nervous, you will all of a sudden find that you have to go to the bathroom. I've had clients who would miss their appointments with me because just thinking about coming to the appointment stressed them out and they weren't able to leave the house because they were in the bathroom. Another issue with the stomach is you might notice a change in your appetite. You might find that you don't feel like eating or like me, you stress eat. How many times have you seen the lady on TV who broke up with her boyfriend and she's sitting on the couch eating a pint of ice cream. That's kind of what it would look like if you were stress eating. You'll eat something to quote unquote make you feel better. And that's the thing. 
People will use food and other substances or behaviors like gambling or sex to help you deal with the stress. Problem is that you're creating a vicious cycle because unhealthy addictions can lead to more stress, which is what you're trying to avoid in the first place. And you might notice a change in your sleep pattern as well. You might find that you're tired all the time and feel like taking a nap, you don't really have energy, or you could have difficulty falling or staying asleep. You might have bad dreams. And for issues with falling asleep and staying asleep, I recommend turning on the blue light filter on your phone at night or put away the phone altogether. Most Android phones have one in the settings that says blue light that you can turn on because the blue light stimulates your brain, which can keep you awake. And you can also try writing down or making a note in your phone what you need to do the next day. Because if your mind is racing, you can't relax to be able to get to sleep. If you write it down, you don't have to try to remember what you have to do, who you have to call, or what you want to ask them when you do call. Now, since sleep and I broke up years ago, I can talk about that at length. I'll actually be doing an entire episode about sleep soon. I even have a name for it. But when you don't get proper sleep, you might find that you're unable to focus or have trouble remembering things. And for me, that is a huge issue. It's so stressful. So quickly, here are some things you can do for your mental health. One, you can try to choose healthier food options. If you didn't know, sugar is an addictive substance, which I'm still working on managing that one. I'm really going to have to go through a serious detox. I've tried it before. I feel like I really need to go inpatient because it's horrible. I think it might be worse than coming off of caffeine. I don't know. But anyway, be more active. Get at least 30 minutes of exercise a day. You know, for women, especially African-American women, heart disease is the number one killer of women. So that's high blood pressure, coronary artery disease. Again, that goes into healthier food options. You know, do some stretches, yoga, go for a walk. I'm actually a part of Girl Track, which is 30 minutes a day which is why now I'm back to exercising or walking on my treadmill 30 minutes every day. I used to go out to the park with my mom and my cousin every morning at 6.30 and go for a walk. And take quick breaks during your work day. A 30-second stretch break is not going to make a break a deadline. You can keep things around you that make you happy. I love Mickey Mouse, so I have a little statue of him on my desk. Actually, I have two. One of my coworkers brought me one back when they went to Florida because they knew I liked Mickey Mouse. When I worked for the state, I used to keep a coloring book and colored pencils at my desk and color sometimes just to decompress after dealing with a hard situation or a challenging family. People used to laugh at me, but now the hot thing is adult coloring books. Ain't that nothing. And I will also take what I call a mental health day. Your employer might call it a personal day. And even for people who don't work, you can still make time to do something fun. If nature is your thing, go out and plant some flowers or do some gardening. Play with a pet. That's why pet therapy is very popular. Visit with a friend. You can social distance or get back to visiting as normal, whatever floats your boat. You can watch something that will make you laugh. And like me, you can always listen to music and dance. Because again, dancing, that's part of being active, getting up, moving around. You can get a massage or simply take a bath and get a good night's sleep. Just because we're adults doesn't mean we can't do anything fun. That's boring. 
That's the problem with adults. Now, I've got a perfect example to end on. My mom said she used to like to play jacks when she was little. I found some in Dollar Tree some years back. And she sat on the floor and played with them. She wanted to see if she still had it. She had a good laugh at herself, but she still had it and was super proud of herself for being able to do it. And just watching her have fun and be happy made me happy. And it only cost a dollar. So you don't have to have money or go out and do something super expensive. It's the little things that count. Life is short. Have fun. Laugh. So the key word today, boys and girls, say it with me, is balance. It's hard to juggle everything that's going on in the world, in society right now, and still find yourself being happy because it's a lot going on that can weigh you down. Finances, politics, social injustice, pandemic, all of that. You have to find ways to balance out the good with the negative. And so that brings me to my song of the day, which is It's Tricky by Run DMC, which is probably my other favorite song from the Raisin Hell album. Because there's no cut and dry answers to any situation, whether it's related to the coronavirus and deciding to mask or not to mask, to me choosing my favorite song from the Raising Hell album, to finding ways to manage your stress and mental health. It's all a balancing act. Some days we're great, some days we're not. So we just have to be able to recognize it and know when to stop and reset. So what are some of the ways that you can tell that you're in need of a mental health day? Head on over to the new website, podpage.com slash Teesside, and leave me a comment and let me know how you like the page. And on that note, that's it for today. Until next time, do something that makes you smile. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Teesside Podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at the Teesside Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the episodes. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. Until next time.